I've been poisoned by to scroll down now, and I just see this <laughs> fake ass. Speaking of shit written by bots, suspect each moment for it is a thief tiptoeing away with more than it brings. Mm. From John Updike. It's kind of a negative way of yeah. thinking about things. Thanks, Mister Updike. What's Updike? Not much. <laughs> so, what's up with you? <laughs> Suspect each moment. Let's like let's like do basic grammar analysis or like sentence structure analysis on this. Suspect each <laughs> moment. We? So so far normal. For it referring to the moment is a thief, and at each moment is tiptoeing away with more than it brings. What? <laughs> so you should be suspicious of every moment for stealing for taking away things yes. of you. So what should you do? How should you? How do you? How how are you suspicious or like? aware of time uh... you don't sleep for a day and then it, everything <laughs> goes faster so they can't it's too quick fly around okay. the earth backwards really fast until the earth turns backwards we need to kill time dethrone god kill time yeah you <laughs> no. need to, no, you need to stop you need to stop each moment from like thieving things like you need to pay attention of your belongings every time because each moment is gonna come and try to steal your purse you need to become like our lord and savior brand opticon and remember everything forever all the time so would you say that we're killing time what would i say would you say we're killing time Jess. <laughs> can anyone hear me what were you saying <laughs> it's fine it wasn't that good a joke anyway just We'll move on. Okay, this is gonna come out very funny in the edit. Okay, I'm sure it will. Introduce the show. Whenever I edit, I hook up my bag of funny juice, like an IV <laughs> drip, to my computer and <laughs> just imbue the megabytes with funny. Like a horse with a nose bag. Yeah. Why doesn't my it work? Computer. Ouch. <laughs> that's that's podcast doping. You're not allowed to do that. <laughs> Our podcast is going to be arrested for, and it's gold medal rescinded <laughs> for taking. Yeah, when we win like the podcast awards, uh, which we definitely qualify for. Mm-hmm. Not if you don't introduce the podcast. Start the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Books. This is a book that came out in uh, the year 2000. The third book in the series is the longest book in the series in my books. In the novels, write the book in the first book. Books. In the uh, books. Books. The fifth book is about to come out. Two books. And in the books. He does that in the books, too. No, Emmanuel was trying to say something. Um, He doesn't get to say anything. We already clapped. (laughs) Stop the podcast. Okay. (laughs) I was just going to say I'm resisting the urge to look up podcast awards because I'm sure it exists and I'm sure I'd hate it. Oh, there's... Absolutely. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. That's a British one. There's many of them. Yeah, we talked about this on the other podcast that uh, British podcast award is always won by brexit cast which is as far as i understand just i news. already expressed interest in not learning more about this thank you <laughs> no, hello and welcome to <laughs> a song of babies and puppies podcast i'm in charge of it now and we're doing it now okay okay go <laughs> uh, no you're doing it now go on shit what else does he say um you wanted this. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm <laughs> I'm Kay, and I'm podcast overlord now. I'll introduce yourselves in order of appearance. <laughs> I'm I'm Janos, also known as Lord of the Flossing. Okay. okay. <laughs> you you remember Fortnite? <laughs> no. I'm Chaz, and I have a fondness for Pepper. Oh man, I can't. I need to find a nickname. Oh my god. <laughs> Say who you are! <laughs> this is going great. Chaz, go! This is a rough Okay, this is guy. your fault for. I did go! I don't know what you said. <laughs> Disaster. Reiner, go. Oh god. Hello, I'm. <laughs> Sorry. Hello, I'm. I'm Reiner, and I'm wanted for pepper related crimes in seven states. <laughs> good. Good job. Chaz, did you do it? I didn't hear you when I asked. Yeah, I went before. I went like 10 minutes ago. Okay, it's on your <laughs> recording somewhere. Emmanuel will find it. Emmanuel, go. Uh, ba, ba, ba. I'm going to start counting down. <laughs> and I will You're the from, only one. I left. will start from 13. Don't test me. You can you can edit in a funny nickname if you want. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm Emmanuel. Hi. Okay, great. Now, as podcast overlord, I take us to the news segment for There's News. There isn't. There's news. There's, <laughs> There's big news. There's always news. I petitioned the podcast overlord to skip this one. Overruled. News time. Wait, didn't you hear that? This was 13 hours ago. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, you probably just woke up after sleeping 16 hours. No, so you couldn't 13 have hours ago this. I was still sleeping. I was on yeah. hour. I was on hour 11. So this is written by Angelita R. Ebeling, definitely not a fake name, on thehiltonian.com, which is also known as The Eagle Eye. This is, this is a website where the URL is like in no correspondence with the name of the website. I don't know how they do it. All, all the authors are stock images of blonde women. I'm pretty yeah. sure. <laughs> That's my this nickname. definitely real author. Stock uh, image of blonde women. <laughs> Definitely not like uh, auto-generated or auto-translated this article that says Winds of Winter Lodge date proved George R. R. Martin will publish the Game of Thrones book soon. <laughs> now this is already weird because I think a Game of Thrones is already out. Mm-hmm. I know that one. I think we read that, yeah. yeah. See, even Chaz hates this section. She <laughs> dropped out of the call. <laughs> She'll be back. <laughs> but Miss... Miss Eveling says, The Winds of Wintry Weather is the penultimate <laughs> ebook in a Track of Ice and Heart series for which lovers are watching for the final nine years. Mm-hmm. Amazing start to an article. Great. I'm hooked. George R. R. Martin has written such a lot of famous stories, and Game of Thrones TV series become also adapted from his works. Correct. Mm-hmm. Even as the HBO display has concluded, Martini's yet to finish the final <laughs> book of the ASO IAF collection, and fans are getting livid over the postpone. It is time for the Winds of Winter ebook to come out in stores. <laughs> so lovers can recognize the storyline after Dance with Dragons ended on numerous cliffhangers. Mm-hmm. George R. R. Martin has confirmed. Uh, has confirmed. The Winds of Iciness launch date and the book will be out soon. Fantastic! And then they link the Winds of Iciness. They link to a tweet. It's just his most recent tweet. This is just a tweet about his friend John, who has nothing to do with the Winds of Iciness. 
But is it a coat? And then the next mini headline is like sub headline is we will be able to see the winds of winter in 2020 for sure. So that's encouraging. That's true. For sure. George R. R. Martin has up to date fans with the fact that he has been writing the winds of wintry weather in mountains <laughs> after entering into self isolation over the worry of coronavirus outbreak. This is this part is outbreak has already perhaps. happened. <laughs> George R. R. Martin has up to date fans with the facts. <laughs> We're the up to date fans with the facts. Facts, yeah. yeah. That's. <laughs> That's it's very good that he, he up-to-dates us with facts. There's no verb in the fucking yeah. one sentence. No, he has. He has. He has. We're up-to-date fans with the facts. Yeah. He ha- oh, oh, he has the fans, fans that are... Up-to-date. Okay, okay. Yeah. it does. You're right. It was actually completely correct. On the identical time, <laughs> fans remember Gurn promising that he would bring a 12 manuscript on the Worldcon 2020 in New Zealand this year. Mm-hmm. Even though the technological know-how fiction event, <laughs> when you're trying to boost your word count, <laughs> can be held in reality, <laughs> George can complete the Winds of Winter earlier than the deadline. Earlier than the deadline? He can do it earlier wow. than the deadline if he wants. Deadline. It's his choice. The, the deadline was like summer 2020. <laughs> How can he do it earlier? He can do it earlier. <laughs> the the Winds of Winter release date in 2020 is likewise backed by one of the Twitter leakers. Despite the fact that it could take some greater months. So it has leaked onto Twitter, apparently, but there's no <laughs> citation. By who? That. His butler? I'm going to leak onto this article. If by leak you mean pee, get it? No, it's, you're so rude to the news no. segment when all it's bringing us is cold hard facts. <laughs> What if, what if George actually renames it to the Winds of Iciness and we all have to apologize to the, winds the Hiltonian of icy weather. And, yeah. and Angelita R. Eberling, who is absolutely a real person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who didn't yep, took her, uh, had a photo from a Wall Street Journal uh, journalist. The Winds of Winter Weather may take a few extra months to come out in shops as editing, formatting, publishing, and different tactics will also take the time after Gurm submits the manuscript. <laughs> I'm performing CQC on this manuscript. He has to do a sort of Rob-style um, mm-hmm. tactical thing where he releases it in one country, but then he also releases it in another country, and he releases half of them in one country, and the other half in another country, and people go uh-huh. to the one country because they think it's going to be there. But actually, all the books are like in, I don't know, Estonia, you know? What if it does yeah. the Tyrion tactics instead where he kills the horse? <laughs> <laughs> There's different... There's different copies of each book in different countries, and he has to see who's going to leak it mm. and say um, and like give away the information because it's different in each book, and then he can know who the criminal. Okay, are, but this is know? great it's, because it's going to be released in, in countries in like alphabetical order, so everyone's going to oh, go to Albania <laughs> and and pick up the copy. That yeah, that's there's probably con- conspiracy behind it with the, the the countries trying to change their names so they're further ahead in the alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was gonna suggest because this is this is actually the perfect the perfect con for us because we are like four different countries among like just among the hosts of this podcast. Oh. I mean, Austria would oh, be pretty genius. pretty early, so yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, well, maybe right. so you, you're gonna have to leak it to like, us first. Even though technically it's the United States of America, and like they'll have it in that that format on the list it's still mm-hmm. at the top of the list and not in the use 
<laughs> just change it to uh, America with two A's or three A's at, uh, at the front. Aardvark. <laughs> How about America with three K's? <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Damn, wow. that's deep. Hey, we, we don't want to get political on the Song of Ice and Fire podcast. We ended our last podcast oh, with yeah. fuck cops. This <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna Is that we're right to do though? so? No. Yeah. I'm gonna take like Dan Reichert stands on stand on this and say that Song of Ice and Fire has nothing to do with politics. I don't think there's any politics in this book. Uh, there might be right. Yeah, there's there's only I... like wars in it but no politics. Mm. What if it was a song on Ice and Fire and it was just Tyrion's confessional journal, um, about all his conquests? What? Sorry, what is it actually called now? Yep. You're, you're talking to us from like <laughs> Robotel. <laughs> this is gonna make me sad again. Um, what if it? What if it was? Can anyone hear me? You were there me? for a second. Yeah, I'm like hearing you can like all the hear pieces and pieces. What if it was what? Just... I, I, what if it was Tyrion's confessional journal instead, and it was just all about his conquests, like romantically? Oh, we almost heard the joke. You got so close. <laughs> it was all about what? What is Tyrion's journal about? <laughs> His romantic conquests. <laughs> no. no. Oh no. We'll never know the joke. Should we try switching to switching to Zoom again and see if that works better? Was it better yeah, when we did it? Fine with it. I don't know if it worked better, yeah. but we can try. I don't know. I think there were like. It was still cutting out, but not quite as bad, so I don't know. Okay. I mean, it might get better at some point. That's true. I heard all of that. That was I, I just really want to know what's in Tyrion's journal. Yeah, I will not be what's able to Tyrion's stop thinking journal? about his confessional journal. <laughs> <laughs> it's his confessional journal about everyone he's had sex with. Um, <laughs> liking <laughs> One more time. You were almost there. No. What? No. Okay. Uh, hold on. I'm going to type it. Okay. This, this I hear perfect. perfectly now. I think your internet just really doesn't want us this to know great. what's in Tyrion's confession right. journal. I know. It's trying to protect us. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even that good. All political satire gets censored, like when <laughs> right. sent out of the UK. <laughs> okay, okay, see, I like <laughs> it. It's solid. Okay, okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Another successful noob segment in the can. Yeah. Now we move on Great. to as podcast overlord. Chapters. Now we move on to chapters. Okay, what chapters did we read? We read Bran one, Arya, Arya two. two. Sean won. Yeah. Cool. Right, so we're actually getting a rather unpolitical chapter at first with Brand One. Yeah, none of these chapters are about politics. Yeah. Subtitled Winterfell no. Become Wolf. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> that was solid. Good clean joke. Good clean joke. No polit no no politics in that game. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone played this game with you? I, no, I don't think anyone, like, not just none of us, I don't think any person played that game in the world. I've seen three playthroughs. Yeah, I've seen a lot of playthroughs. Was it great? Like you've watched them all? I've watched. Yeah, all the way one. through. Why would you watch it, watch it three times? 
different different it's choices, funny. you know? It's a branching storyline <laughs> game. Okay. Was it like a people making fun of it while they oh, yeah, it's people play making along. fun of it okay yes okay. normally <laughs> all right so uh uh poor boy bren is not having very much fun he's uh sitting on the on the windowsill of his room looking out over winterfell and listening to wolves as normal children his age would do uh he's thinking to that he he starts to kind of understand what they are what they try to to say or he wonders what they're trying to say he can he can tell summer and and uh shaggy dog apart by this point and uh there's a very sad uh passage about uh he wonders if they call out to like their their brothers and sisters and uh like even to ladies ghost or something to ladies shade mm-hmm. so it's sad uh, yeah a uh, sad little reminder to what happened always to keep in mind, there's, there's a lot of uh, previously on uh, A Song of Ice and Fire in this chapter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, as a reader, we are reminded that, yeah. It's almost as if not everyone reads the second book immediately after yeah. finishing the first Weird. one. Weird. Why, why wouldn't they? Yeah. How dare they? Why don't they have podcasts? Confusing. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, he's wondering if the, if the uh, wolves are missing their brothers and sisters, but obviously it's meant to be a parallel to himself missing like rob and Arya and sansa himself and john i guess yeah all of all of them basically <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah imagine if like the only sibling who's still with you is the feral baby <laughs> and he's making new friends as we find out yeah which he hates yeah yeah so uh yeah he's uh talking to to various people like Roger Cassell who is now a castellan of uh of Winterfell there's a guy named Gage who is apparently the cook uh master of kennels they all like uh have their own thoughts of why the wolves are howling what they are wanting uh we get some uh speculation on the comet like what could that mean are the are the wolves howling to the comet can you tell me the name of the septon uh septon jail it's Septon Chael. He's not. He's not Chale. been mentioned before, right? No, 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 guys. Name. It's a white suburban version of Kaylee. <laughs> Chaley. Yeah. <laughs> it's just I have read these books. You know, I've read this this book twice, and I mm. don't remember ever seeing the name Septon Chael. I barely read half the names. They just don't even register. Bran actually, I think, deduces that he is right because. Uh, Septon Chael says, the comet is the sword that slays the season. Okay. And since the White Raven came actually announcing that through science and reason, mm-hmm. Bran believes that uh, the Septon might be right about that. Mm, it's weird that the comet brings winter. Mm. Like weird. a sword. Yeah. It's a sword. That yeah. brings it's like fiery. Mm. It's like fire, mm. but it brings cold. Yeah, the, se- the Septon says that the comet is a sword, and he's right. But Maester Luin says the comet is a moon, and he's a fucking dumbass. Yeah. Absolute <laughs> idiot. <Or laughs> Terrible at The comet's a dragon, so... I'm cringing. Usha is very good again, like saying, uh, Bran, your wolves have uh, more wit than your maester, so... <laughs> wolves know that comet is sword. That the banter in the Romans continues. Yeah. <laughs> Also, just constantly <laughs> roasting Lewin, yeah. constantly nagging him. She's te- yeah, she's nagging him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I'm just going to point out about the comet because I don't think we've said this, but so far every single chapter mentioned the comet. Mm. Yeah, everyone yeah. be looking at it, thinking it's sword, yeah. thinking it's dragon, mm. thinking it's fish, mm. Lannister or Tully or whatever. Mm. So far, Ma- Maester Lewin is the only one who's been wrong, which is very funny. <laughs> he was just saying that the wolves <laughs> thought it might think it's a moon. Well, they don't. They're better than that. Then, oh yeah. yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't actually say it's a moon. He just says the wolves are mm. thinking it's it's a moon. Yeah, it's just the wolves are, are dumb, not me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would never post cringe like that. Yeah, <laughs> they're animals. I'm a man of reason. <laughs> yeah. Then old Nenbust in it just says that comet, that's dragons. I can smell it for some reason. Like I have no idea how. She smells the comet. Old oh, man would like rules. come to that conclusion, but I I love her. She's she great. smelled it. She smelled dragon. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she smelled. Yeah, and she's, she's Terezi. Not exactly wrong. So yeah, she's she's much writer than yeah. most other people. Mm-hmm. Most. Although Osha yeah. did say it was fire and blood, which is basically just saying yeah. it's dragons. True. Yeah. So Osha and Old Nan get it right. Yeah, I'm putting them in the most right category, and Lewin's in the most wrong. <laughs> Anyone who says it's sword gets two points. <laughs> Then we get more uh, more about the divers howling and how people are uh, annoyed by it, which is, I guess, understandable if, if you have large rules uh, howling day and night. But yeah, what can you do? Brain likes it, so uh, the there's prince. no problem there. Yeah. yeah. They, they have already chained them up or had to chain them up because uh, Little Walter was, uh, was uh, hurt by um, Shaggy Dog, unsurprisingly. They just have them confined to the gods' wood. They're not chained. Yeah, true. Like they put them in the in the gods' wood and don't let them roam around in the in the castle. Or, uh, allow them to be with with Rick and Brian anymore, which is sad for Brian especially, I guess. Mm-hmm. Then we get a little bit of uh, yeah. Uh, previously on again, like uh, we get a, a short paragraph about how Brian was climbing and falling. Uh, interestingly, he doesn't remember like that jamie pushed him apparently mm-hmm. or he might have pushed that that memory away he doesn't even really remember falling he says they just yeah. tell him that he did he's like yeah. well i guess it must be the case because i'm paralyzed yeah the clues check out <laughs> yeah it's, yeah <laughs> checks out yeah yeah he he thinks again about the the wolf dreams he has and yeah basically over the whole chapter we get more and more of his connection to to his wolf, uh, this scene which is very cute. He uh, he starts howling with them, actually like very mm. very shyly first, but then the answer, and then uh, like uh, he's into it. This is actually great in the audio book. Yeah. Like Roy really gets oh, into it. I bet. Like unironically, it's actually great. Okay, I believe you. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> The wolves say, howl with me, sisters. Yeah. I had to think of that uh, one uh, vine where the, the guys on all levels if, except physical, I'm a wolf. <laughs> 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 my, my e-book uh, image or image to text changed one of the howls to a bunch of, like, zeros. And <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a robot wolf. Yeah, like I was imagining fucking like He's... text-to-speech. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> zero, 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 zero. 
He's yelling at binary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, his his howling doesn't go unnoticed, and like uh, first the guard come in comes in, and then Lewin uh, again saying like uh, basically what the fuck are you doing? Go to sleep, little boy. <laughs> Don't howl, howl around. He says again when when I sleep uh, I turn into a wolf, and he's he seems like uh, yeah bit frightened by that also although he like he's he's intrigued bit by it but uh, i guess also intimidated by what he what he experiences in his dreams uh, they have a conversation like uh do wolves dream to dead man dream uh do trees dream which is uh, <laughs> a weird I'm, thing to I'm really say putting but, on a hat uh, at that point yeah, <laughs> I mean, Bran literally explains it. He's like, "I yeah, he says the he, tree." Yeah, yes, they do, and there's a weirwood that is yeah. that is calling him. They dream tree dreams. What could that be? We might. Sometimes I can taste the blood. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But hmm. that's when he's a wolf. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. cool stuff. Yeah, it's snatchy. I don't know. Do do dead man dream? I think not. I mean, Lewin says some say yes, some. Do, say do you want to get into it? <laughs> No. They just under <laughs> please, the sea, I think. Uh, yeah, then we have like change of topic and we get uh, a lot of uh, the two walders that are fostered at uh, Winterfell. Uh, yeah. Big walder and little walder. Yeah, if you remember the last book. You remember them? <laughs> Certainly not. This is not. part of yeah. uh, Catelyn's, Catelyn's deal. Uh, <laughs> two little boys come to Winterfell. Yeah, you're, you're saying this like that, but... I definitely like mm. when I first Ooh. read this, like read A Clash of yeah. Kings. I definitely didn't remember the the Walders that they uh, took as uh, not hostages. What's it called? Uh, wards. Wards. Yeah. 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 The the smallest the smallest unit that Frey can come in is two apparently. What if it was Boulder Frey? Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. They they talk about the attack on on the Frey on the one Frey and uh, that they are. Frightened by the direwolves, uh, understandably, and uh, some mention of yeah, some are actually uh, if you don't remember uh, already killed a man and uh, Greywind killed multiple in the in the Battle of the Whispering Woods. So uh, we know those are actually uh, wild beasts uh, capable of killing people. So being afraid of them is very understandable. <laughs> yeah. You should be careful of them, but like I don't know if it's fair of Lewin to use the example of uh, Summer saving mm. Bran's life from an assassin <laughs> as an example of to watch out for them. Sure, I mean yeah. uh, the attack we uh, described later is uh, is Shaggy Talk uh, defending Rickon in like the the in in the game they are yeah. playing because he of course he he doesn't understand that it's it's a game. Yeah, they 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 keep them away from the kids. Uh, which is responsible for once. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I think as, as sad as it is for for summer, it's a it's a good yeah. move. What was the what was the incident that? Because I I really loved the 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 like game that was the incident of all it's, this. It's uh, the Lord of the Crossing, I think. It yeah, it's the Lord yeah. of the yeah. Crossing. <laughs> because that phrase. Exactly, it's like has some some weird rules that uh, one person is uh, standing in the middle of a, a stream or a pond or something, and other kids come up to him uh, and can 
swear oaths to them and uh, will try to uh, to sneak in the word mayhaps, which means that they are not bound to the oath. There's not much uh, much more on the rules or what would happen if you uh, like don't say it. Uh, basically, the they say it comes down to mostly to shoving, hitting, and uh, arguing, which is of course a metaphor for politics and war. Very, very, very subtle. Yes, but it's also. <laughs> oh my a... God, it's metaphor. <laughs> I guess it's a metaphor, but it's also such a perfect description of chitty children. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like a little kid game yeah. where you're like, oh, I have a laser sword and I have yeah. an unbreakable shield True. or whatever. Except I have a a, a king. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. I'm the Lord of the Crossing. I'm the Valerian steel sword. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Bran is made is made to like be be the referee for the games, but uh, they mostly ignore him. As we already mentioned in one of these games, uh, Rickon is uh, is going up against uh, Little Water, and then Little Water, as Lord of the Crossing, is uh, is hitting him with his uh, Lord of the Crossing stick, and uh, in that moment, uh, mm-hmm. Shaggy Dog like bolts uh, at little water and uh, i think bites his arm and it takes uh i think rickon thinks to... this is hilarious by the way yeah rickon is right. rickon is loving it rickon loves to see it little a little bit of blood in in uh this children's game there's a part you know, around to, here to where, the, where the two waters talk about how many waters there are in the yeah. Frey family yeah. and more information for Frey family tree enthusiasts. Mm. And there's one of them who spells Walter as Wal T Y R. Walter, yeah. It's just Walter. They say that doesn't count, yeah. Yeah. And and this is like so I don't know if y'all have seen this um Christopher Walken appearance on I don't know which show, but it might have been Saturday Night Live, like a while ago. Uh, where he sang Good stuff. the song, a song that's like supposed to go like, you say tomato, I say tomato, or the other way around. But like mm-hmm. it's meant it's meant to be said in two different ways. But he either didn't care or didn't think about what the song's supposed to mean. But he sang it as, you say tomato, I say tomato. <laughs> what does this mm-hmm. have to do with this? Oh, yeah. uh, I, I when I listen to the audio book. <laughs> Roy read <laughs> the name of Walter, spelled with T Y R as Waltire, in a way that it could have couldn't have been confused with Walter in any way. Like he just <laughs> pronounced it the same way as he pronounces Petire, which is supposed to be Peter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I guess he just didn't realize Waltire. that the, the the joke of Waltire. Waltire. <laughs> It's like a reverse Christopher Walken situation, basically. I will tire of this. Oh, okay. Why couldn't it just be Walter with a T instead of a D? That like would be enough to well, set. Then the that wouldn't apart. be very fantasy, would it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. That's just that's just a normal name. It's just a normal name. Yeah. <laughs> People can't have normal names. He's throwing in a Norse mythology mm. shout because of the god. Because tier. of Tyr, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if it matters because I don't remember ever meeting this character. We will never meet him. Speaking of names, there's a cook's boy named Turnip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just thrown in there. <laughs> Many good names here. Bandy. And less imagination than George. Joseph. Bandy. I'm there's Joseph. One that's... Joseph Joestar. 
there's one that's, I don't know if this is a typo, but there's one that's spelled in my book as Tom 2, T-O-M, yeah. and then a big capital T in the that's middle of name. the word. Yeah, yeah like, an, for like, an, like an online name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's his post. He's Tom 2 because his dad is Tom. Yeah, his dad is Tom, so he's Tom 2, but not the second. He's just Tom also. Tom 2. he's fat tom's boy and i'm sad for him Mm. oh yeah his dad died but so did bran's dad you know so he's not special (laughs) okay yeah you think you're special because your dad died yeah (laughs) that's not the point i was making i was just saying it's sad Oh, you! Th- oh, oh, you're sad. Name five of your family members who died. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah. Uh, after this flashback, we are back here with with Brad in his bedchamber. It's his bedtime, and Lewin and uh, Osha come in. Lewin gives him like a sleeping potion for a dreamless sleep, which we will find out uh, absolutely doesn't work. The description made me think a lot of the thing that Miri gave to Danny. So, I guess uh, Brain's just too powerful. Like, it seemed real. It's, I mean, is it a dream he's having? He's, he's Yeah, exactly. Walking, That's right? what I was going to so, say. He's not having yeah. dreams, so. It's it's a dreamless sleep, not a walkless. Ah. It's just medicine <laughs> yeah. for the wrong problem. Mm. Is he just drugging this child? Yeah. <laughs> He's fed up with his like howling and stuff, so he just he just drives this kid to go to sleep. That's fine. Normal. I think my parents have did that to me when I was a kid, probably. Mm. Okay. Just, like just take this cough medicine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Go to sleep. Uh, yeah, uh Osha gets gets another good line in of like don't fight uh, your dreams, like embrace them and listen to what the, the gods might uh, have to say to you. Uh, why does Osha have all this good knowledge? She's smart. She's a wildling. She knows wargs. The wildlings, baby. I, I like Osha a lot because of this. Like Because like nobody cares that she's smarter than everyone else and she doesn't <laughs> yeah. care either. She just says it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She just knows it. Yeah. Like, she never makes a big thing of it. She just says... Mm. Uh, very knowledgeable things very casually mm. i like her yeah she's good i like her i mean it just seems like that the wildlings just still embrace like the the old gods and the fact that there's uh i mean they yeah. they yeah. have uh skin changes and stuff yeah, like, exactly. it's, not, yeah. it's not a myth there it's uh they experience it so yeah mm-hmm. yeah they just they just do it mm. <laughs> yeah just do it so uh Bran also just just does it and uh has a wolf dream and uh <laughs> we get a, a very cool description of uh like him and Shaggy along him uh running through the godswood and uh I really like how the, the vocabulary changes to to weird descriptions of like the the castle being uh, a grey cave uh, made of man rock and the walls are just like stone piles and stuff like that, and uh, or cliffs, yeah, like uh, man-made cliffs and, and stuff like that. And yeah, he, he he's shifting to like how a wolf would would uh, experience the world, I guess. 
Mm-hmm. Which is yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, very cool to bring this like uh, this feeling across. Uh, good job, George. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like George. it's not like he's con- he's not controlling Summer. He's just like sitting yeah, he's in like a, riding in a... along. Yeah, he's yeah. co-piloting at this point. Yeah. <laughs> It's cool that it implies that, like, this is how the wolves are thinking all the time. Like, they have their own little mm. internal monologue, even when there's no people inside their brains. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I guess their consciousnesses are kind of melting because it's like experiencing it in this weird vocabulary. So it's not it's not purely like uh, brain's thoughts going along with what Summer is experiencing. Like, they are kind of beginning to to uh melt together i guess yeah is what's 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 implied with uh the way it is it is written yeah i think i think this is a great chapter like i'm just so happy so, to see bran again mm-hmm. yeah he's and and it's really shifting from that uh from the initial initial bran stage where he's just just a baby and he's just adorable mm. you know like with the wolf house how it's very cute but then it also goes into like the the darker stuff that is gonna come in like his mm. in like his future arc with the whole wolf stuff at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like it, it. It's not explicitly said, but you get the feeling that he is like afraid of of these dreams. Yeah, and doesn't want to to give yeah. in to them. And it's the whole description is scary. Yeah, with like his two main advisors like uh, Lewin who wants to who wants to suppress it and Osha who is saying like no like uh, just go for em- it em- embrace it yeah like it's uh, like it's in your nature and uh, yeah there's there's no need to fight it or there's no point in fighting it maybe you're mm-hmm. like you're just torturing mm-hmm. yourself by doing it yeah and she she says something like you're oh it's asking the gods like mm. you know what to do or like for help and mm. this might be their way of answering you yeah, like telling an eight-year-old boy that he's he's talking to the gods is <laughs> kind of heavy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's Osha, and we like her for it. Yeah, <laughs> she's just telling it like it is. Yeah, exactly. It's better for Bran because because yeah. he doesn't believe Mister Lewin. Yeah, and he's right too. As much as much as we also like Mister Lewin, it's like an honorary uncle i love lewin but i i enjoy him especially like this is part of why i enjoy him the the way he like tries to do the right thing but also Mm. still like has this you know probably magic related trauma that Mm. uh that (laughs) i forgot our lewin backstory yeah (laughs) no i think he tried to cast fireball and it didn't work i firmly believe it's true yeah I don't know if I would call it trauma, just maybe like past failure. I swear he mentions it at some point. I guess it's more the farther you go south, uh, like the less people still believe in, especially the old gods or, or like mythic stuff uh, in general. Like the, the Faith of the Seven is, is a very, is very abstract, I guess, like the very, I don't know, like the, the, the gods are yeah, rather disconnected. <laughs> from uh, actually intervening in, in the world, I guess. Uh, Lewin's just being hilarious, yeah. I think. He yeah. has, like, a very clearly, obviously, incredibly magical child, and he's like, have yeah. you tried not yeah. being what? incredibly no. magical? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And he's he's been taught that like magic like doesn't peace. exist and every everything has to be like mm. can't be explained rationally, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But things keep happening that indicate that this child does have magical ability, and every time he has to be like, "No, I'm sure there's a rational reason for this." Like when Rickon and Bran both had magical dreams that their dad was dead, and then he was dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Luan was Luan was sweating on that one a little bit. No, I think he knows. Like, like both these boys, <laughs> like knew that their father was dead before the Raven came. Yeah. Yeah. And also the wolves uh-huh. are already howling. Yeah. Okay. Yes. You know the giant <laughs> magic wolves that they have and are bonded with? He he either like knows and has like some sort of cognitive dissonance about mm. it or he just like tries to deny yeah. it or like He really doesn't want to know. Yeah. I mean it is scary stuff, like how it's described, so it, it's pretty can't, scary. Yeah. Can't can't exactly fault him for maybe for trying not to wanting protect. an eight year old to experience yeah, that. Yeah. Trying to protect brand from it or trying to protect him from like maybe thinking it, it it's more than it is mm-hmm. yeah i mean brand brand says like oh if i could be a wolf i would like go and fight mm. with Ra, like oh, yeah. help rob he's like and, i would tear out jamie's throat and that yeah. would end the war yeah. <laughs> normal thoughts for a child yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i had like at that point i had like flashbacks to game of thrones season eight where Bran was just sitting there uh, the entire mm-hmm. episode until Jamie appeared, and then nothing came of it. Well, he didn't have his wolf then, is the thing. Yeah, that's. Or, or how about? There. Or how about whenever he just warged into birds and did nothing? <laughs> well, that's also that's also yeah. hinted to in this chapter, though, at the beginning, where Bran says all he can do is look. Ah, mm, yes. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> At the moment, though, he is looking directly at it. Reading this, I, f- I, I <laughs> felt so weird because I did not remember this chapter, and it's I think because the show did not in any way adapt it. Uh-huh. I think there was a, a small sequence of him like uh, having a wolf dream that lasted for well, they, like twenty yeah, seconds on the beginning adapt. of some episode, and then he, he woke up and no one ever spoke of it again. It's great yeah. because for for like. I don't know, three or four seasons, they don't adapt Bran's arc at all and instead, mm. like, put other things in. Like, they put Carl fucking Tanner in, in his arc <laughs> instead of the magic stuff and then they make him take an entire season off and then he somehow gets new superpowers that then don't get used after that season. Yeah. So it's, yeah, the, the writers clearly cared about Bran and knew what to do with him. If you had asked me last week when Bran has his first... Wolf dream. I would have said like somewhere when they are close to the wall, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that it's <laughs> that early. Right, should we move on to Arya, or do we have like more to oh, say about see. Bran? Is there anything anyone wants to say about Bran? Um, I think I'm good. Good baby. Yeah, give me a second. I'm just gonna take a sip of sparkling water before I do the summary. <laughs> In part of the wolf dream, it says he steps on deep layers of hummus. Hmm? Who, who okay. knows? Yeah. I know, I know, but I was like, oh. he's, he's dipping. <laughs> 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 Let me just see. Okay, I did. I did underline also the sentence. I'm War, the son of Jamos, because I thought that was also a funny one. <laughs> so many good names. <laughs> he's just really on a roll, like both on this and the next chapter. There's yeah. also a guy named Hayhead. 
Yeah. Oh, Ari Arya's gonna have a lot of good names. You can yeah. go ahead with her. All right, Arya. Um, so we pick up with the with the crew that we met last time with Arya and Yoren and Hot Pie and Lomi and all the others, and they're traveling down the King's Road. Uh, they see a lot of people, and they all go in the other direction. There's like. One woman with a milk cow and a little girl. Then there's a smith with a wheelbarrow. A lot of people have like babies and little children with them. And then there's, there's like the centers that I mentioned. She wondered why no one else was going the same way as them. And a lot of them are also like armed with axes and swords and shit. But, you know, they always see that uh, Yoren and the others are like 30 people. So they, they're not getting attacked or anything. And she's, like, constantly remembering the things that Ciro used to say to her. Uh, and she's, like, trying to, like, you know, be alert and be a water dancer, like, through this entire chapter. She's, like, still, like, looking at the comet every night and, like, sleeps badly. And then one morning, Prade dies, who is a character we all loved and <laughs> will miss very much. And yeah, definitely, who definitely a- appeared earlier. Yeah. Damn, he should have prayed harder. <laughs> nice. Ba-da-ba-da-bum. But this is like actually like for a for a death scene of a character that hasn't appeared before. It's actually like done pretty uh, touchingly because it's like immediately followed up with how they they dig a grave for him and strip him of his things and hand out his supplies, which I think is like a great characterization of the situation they're in, where mm. they like take care of like you know still bury the dead they have, but they can't afford to like not lose all their supplies or not yeah. hand them out. Also, I just realized I skipped over one part that I that I uh, underlined where, th- like, the first grave they see is uh, duck for a child, which, you know... Mm. I, I really yeah. like the, all the descriptions of when, of when mm. people are on the roads. Like, these are always, like, some of my favorite chapters. So that's why I love this chapter. And then they get to a village that has an inn, and Joran says, okay, we can have a hot meal. If someone needs to take a bath, you can do that here. Arya decides not to because... Also, Joran himself doesn't. <laughs> Joran himself doesn't either. He, he, likes, he likes to be a stinky boy. He likes to stink, yeah. It does say Arya smells as bad as Joran now. <laughs> so, And then they get... They go inside and they have hot pork pies and baked apples. Yeah. Which sounds nice. Mm-hmm. And beer. And they have beer. Uh, the... Inkeep actually um, gives a round of beer on the house because uh, because one of his brothers took the black. Oh yeah, he's the one you referenced in your intro. Yeah, he's definitely dead. <laughs> I don't think we ever meet him, right? Like we haven't seen him on the wall. I don't remember a guy named Link. Yeah, I was I was kind of expecting to get at least a line from Yoren, like, oh yeah, I remember him, like mm-hmm. he. He serves, he serves us faithfully, or he serves us faithfully, something like that. <laughs> he should know him, I guess. If there's ever... more than one like watch station, so I'm sure there's like. Yeah. Not sure it's possible that he mm. just wouldn't know him. Like unless he becomes like actually, you know, the first ranger or whatever. But this seems like just a common person. Like, yeah, he stole something from a from a knight, if I understand it right. I Pepper, guess. yeah, like he stole he some stole pepper yeah. from a lord. Yeah, a lord knight. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, Sir Malcolm. Uh, okay, it might have just been a night. I mean, he says Malord's table, but then he also calls him Sir Malcolm. So yeah. Well, 
the milord thing is like just something that you'd say to be polite it doesn't necessarily to like any aristocracy like yeah yeah there's like there's like a line of uh line about class i think here where it's like uh sansa used to make a face at the taste of beer and say that wine was ever so much finer but like mm. Arya's okay with it now so i i took that as kind of like you know wine is like the, the noble mm. people's drink and beer like classically yeah. The, yeah. the drink that i don't know if how historically correct this is that people used to drink it because it was cleaner than water yeah like especially like watered down ale i guess yeah it was like the mm. small beer mm. small folks yeah yeah and then they kind of talk also about how, you know, there's wars going on, but uh, the watch takes no part. Like it says Tully or Lannister, it makes no matter. Um, mm -hmm. At which Arya thinks about, well, Tully, that's that's my grandfather. Uh, but it's like, this is going to be continued in the John chapter mm -hmm. about like mm -hmm. distressing how the war takes mm -hmm. no part in, the war takes no part in the wars. Well, that's me, Grandpa Tully. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's me, Grandpa Tully. <laughs> Which she never met, I think, right? I don't think so. <laughs> nah, yeah, she hasn't. Yeah, because no. yeah, like Hosta met Rob for the first time, right? Or for the first time in a long time, at least. Well, since he was little baby. Because he was born there. Oh, yeah. So they, they saw him last when he was baby. And then they talk about, speaking of Rob, they, they hear like legends about how Rob rides to battle on a wolf. Uh, and apparently one one guy who's ta taught the story says he saw it himself he has a wolf as big as a so as big as a horse which is another great passage i think about the the way information travels in westeros i mean it's it's not that far off i think oh yeah the like a small horse he's not, yeah he's not yeah. quite a horse but he is not quite a large. horse and rob yeah. doesn't quite ride him but he yeah. is in battle yeah. fucking big wolf and then, and then she hears like a story about how there's a there's a great there's a big pack of wolves that kill like people, and their leader is a she wolf. And Arya starts to think about like what 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 if it's Nymeria? Could it be? Yeah. Could it be? <laughs> oh, maybe it's Nymeria. I read the first Perhaps. line of oh, there's a she wolf uh, leading this pack, and uh, like in my mind, just, oh, could it be? And then like literally the next paragraph, yeah. they they explain it, and I I. Again, Rosalind that oh, yeah, we're in, like, recap mode still. Like, <laughs> no, no regular reader would probably make that connection when reading this book, like, five years after. And then, yeah, and then one of the stories is that, uh, that, that the wolves kill the baby, and then Arya gets, you know, into it Defensive. and says, no, it can't be, wolves don't eat babies. Arya gets so fucking mad. Wolves are babies. <laughs> They're puppies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was thinking that, like, she basically says the mission statement of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and she's, she's really, uh, really uh, set on defending this point so much that Joran has to, like, take her out. That she <laughs> and tell her that she, she's... You're drunk. She specifically shouldn't draw attention to herself. Uh, and then, like, as she's outside, she gets called out by, like, one of the prisoners... <laughs> they make a call, call out, out post, post for her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I start cancelled. Cancelled for stabbing stable boy. It's, this was pretty cringe. <laughs> cancelled for a small small case of murder. Doing cringe murder with my fail sword. Arya is over party. 
<laughs> yeah, she like like this guy wants her to bring him beer and says, "Yeah, man could use a bath too. Boy could make a friend." Uh, this is very much you know in the same cadence or like in the same sentence structure that Sirio used to uh, talking, oh, yeah. which she she notices like they have that they they talk in a different in a similar way that Sirio does. I was wondering like what what would he have expected from her to like steal the key from I don't know from Yorin no, just, and, and no, just bring them let beer. him just, out if of somebody the else already yeah, but them beer. like he could that he could use a bath too. I mean she would have to <laughs> let him out of the cave. Bring somehow. the bath water to him. Or, uh, yeah, yeah, just bring him a bucket of water. Okay. Yeah, like a tin bath. Oh uh, sure. yeah, and then like she also notices the other ones. And one of them is like handsome and has red and white hair and he he says, Well a man does not choose his companions in the black cells and that the other two have no courtesy and hey it's this true. guy's named Jack and Hagar. <laughs> Damn Just he's Jack and regular name, yeah. Yeah. He he doesn't have like he has like an entire like first name, last name and an apostrophe in it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other two are just named Rorge and Baita so I wonder which one of these is going to be important for the story <laughs> which of these is the stand user <laughs> impossibly it's all of them the guy with the red and, and white hair named Jack in her car maybe yeah or the one who's just named Baita his yellow teeth and that's it I mean Baita would probably like be a, a one I mean, episode villain they named him Biter. They Biter say that sounds... he can't talk or or write, so they just called him Biter because he yeah. writes. Yeah, Biter is like literally that uh, that James Bond henchman. Biter would be like Roger's stand. God. <laughs> and then yeah, they get like Roger gets a little bit more, a little bit more aggressive, and then she gets into a water dancer stance and hits Biter actually uh, with a sword. Yeah, Jack and Hagar is just like, you know, commenting on this, like, boy has more courage than sense. Yeah, because she's basically just like taunting some chained yeah, up lions. some chained, scary looking people. And then like, the guy known as the bull, whose name we're gonna learn in like two pages. <laughs> so, should I just call him Gendry? Yeah. It's Gendry, baby. What? Who? Gendry? It's Gendry? It's Gendry. <laughs> It's crazy. Oh my god. <laughs> um yeah, he's he's like, what the fuck are you doing? We shouldn't like taunt these motherfuckers. They're evil and scary. <laughs> yeah, and Arya says, they're not scary, and then he says, then you're His stupid. His name is Biter. <laughs> yeah. You don't get a name like Biter for nothing. Why do you think he's called Biter? And he's got filed teeth. What what's the connection? <laughs> hmm. Damn he do be biting though. Bravo to be biting. <laughs> but then, like, a new challenger appears. Because gold cloaks are coming. And Arya, like, immediately thinks, oh, 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 they're coming for me. She's so self-absorbed, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, Yoren comes out and says... Oh, yeah, because the gold clock says I have a warrant for a certain boy. Uh, and Arya still thinks it's for her, which is weird, because if... If they were looking for her, they would say a girl, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she's just, I guess she's just so scared that they're gonna get her that she doesn't, doesn't uh, think about it. But then Yoren says, like, who, who do you want? Uh, I'm not gonna give away anyone. Uh, and then they like, they're apparently coming for Gendry. 
And Arya still insists that they're coming for her, but like, Joran's like, they're not gonna get any of you. And then there's like an epic scene where, uh, where the gold clocks say, well, there's five of us, and this, these are just children. And then Joran says, no, I actually have 30 people. And then like, everyone's, all of these, all of these iconic characters come out one after one. It's Tarber, <laughs> it's Cutjack, then Curse comes out, then Cost, uh, and Ryzen, the and then Dobber. Oh, <laughs> and everyone says like an epic line how I'm also with them and I'm also with them. And my axe. You know what Dauber is a uh, is a <laughs> slang term for? It's a slang term for for a penis. And he's naked. Oh my god. That's why yeah. they call him Dauber. Oh yeah. <laughs> he always says it's Dauber right. Yeah. Thank thanks George. Thanks George. <laughs> uh, and then and then thanks, like there's a. And then hot hot pie also comes out. <laughs> and my pie. He's <laughs> like super super motivated. Like ah, oh, I guess I'm yeah. Gonna but Arya is like still astonished because hot pie hated. No, it says she hated hot pie. Why would he risk himself for her? Which is, I think, <laughs> this is this is like a really cool chapter where Arya learns about class uh, solidarity. Basically, <laughs> everyone hates the cops. That's, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then uh, one of the gold cloaks says, uh, "None of you know what end of a sword to hoard." And Arya says, "I do. I know this one. <laughs> John taught me that." <laughs> uh, but then, like, when one of them gets distracted, Yoren like puts his sword to his neck. Also, also the the gold cloak immediately immediately calls her a girl. Yeah. The, she she very convincingly uh, disguised herself as a boy. Yeah, yeah. She's still like, "What? Who are you calling a girl?" Huh? I'm not girls here. Yeah, but then Kendry walks out, and yeah. they're like, "We're looking for him, actually." Yeah, <laughs> we're looking for a very handsome boy. Mm-hmm. Well, does he have the helmet on, or he's holding it? He probably has it on. They they know him from the helmet. They probably looking for like a. a big guy with black hair and he's yeah i mean net said that everyone could recognize gendry as robot's bastard so you know uh yeah but then like they get because they, they see that there's more of them and they get the god clocks get like they, they give up and get scared it's away so funny. Well, i guess we'll all turn around and go back home okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> you win this round it's literally that yeah <laughs> and then there's like this this nice scene at the end where uh, Gendry says his name. And we're like, oh, Gendry! Yeah. yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna defend Roy here for a second because he does say Gendry. <laughs> He's Gendry. But when I first read this, I also read read the name as Gendry. Like, only after I saw the show did yeah, I... it could be Gendry. Yeah. I only went over to Gendry after I saw the show because they said it that way there. And there's also a funny line where Arya that doesn't get why they would want Gendry and she's thinking well, or she's saying well you're nothing but a bastard boy or maybe he was only pretending to be a bastard boy oh. <laughs> I mean he is a bastard boy <laughs> but that's mm-hmm. like that. Ooh, yeah. people can pretend to be bastards in this book what? <laughs> new, new evidence why? who would ever, who would ever do that down. I don't know any bastards yeah but nobody knows why they're looking for him still. Yeah. Yeah, like, not even Yoren knows, I think. Mm-hmm. But Yoren is just like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. 
you're going to have the fast horse in case they show up again and ride like hell if they do. Yeah, I think this is a really, really good chapter for Yoren. Because in the last one, he spanked Arya, so I'm deducting points for that. He doesn't hit any children in this chapter. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. In this one, he shows he's ride or die for fucking anybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he has a great bluff. And uh, also, Hot Pie gets a sword. <laughs> Hot Pie gets sword. What'd you say, Renner? Uh, Yorn like has a great bluff of like, oh, I have thirty more people in this inn. I can't show you them right now. I mean, he has thirty people. Uh, does but he they're have like half, They're half children, yeah. <laughs> and three are in a cage. No, I read it. I read it as a as a bluff. He's bluffing on how good they are. I mean, even if they're shit, like thirty people against right, five right, is something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just numbers, baby. I mean, you might be bluffing for how willing they'd be to fight, but... It seems like they want to fight. Yeah, yeah. they're into it. I mean, they they just had beer, they just had a bath, so, you know, it's yeah. perfect. One is fight. one is already dick out, so... <laughs> <laughs> He's got the Ramsey uh, method of yeah. fighting. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's a valid strategy, because everyone is going to be distracted by your peen, so... Yeah. <laughs> By your daughter. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the gold cloaks will be too busy avoiding it so that they won't be called gay later. Yeah, they're so yeah. intimidated. Yeah, they have they have to look away. Yeah. They can't be touched by it, so you have the advantage. <laughs> He's just helicoptering towards them. God, it's so intimidating. <laughs> very threatening (laughs) (laughs) alright do we have any last thoughts of Arya chapter yeah not really I think this was like actually my favorite chapter since the like besides the prologue in this book this this was so fun to read I I liked that you see like already a growing like camaraderie yeah among the recruits uh, like with the the funeral they have and one one guy who like puts a few acorns uh on Pritt's grave and then of course like everyone picking up the weapons and ready to fight off the the gold cloaks to to defend one of their own yeah i like Pritt's death especially because um it starts off with just like one night she like woke up and we get a description of like the sounds and sights around her Mm -hmm. and stuff and it seems like out of nowhere and you're like why are we stopping to talk about this right now and then it's like oh the next day she realized why she woke up and it was because like she missed the the noise of this guy snoring Mm -hmm. Mm. yeah that was good yeah like just in general people like going through the land like being on the road and like stopping at inns is always like my favorite stuff in fantasy yeah like just in general Haters will say that they don't like these chapters. Yeah, there's there's gonna be one character in A Feast for Crows who gets a lot of this, and people don't like her, and they're wrong. And it's good. They're wrong. They're simply wrong. Yeah. They're so wrong. And I, I think all the insights and, like, how the how the small folk have to live all is yeah. very scary, and, like, you get the feeling of how privileged uh, yeah. the lords are. Yeah. That they don't have to worry about basically just surviving day to day uh-huh Yorin kind of does some theme too where the gold cloak is like here's the law and the law is his sword and Yorin mm-hmm. says that's not a law it's a sword and I have one too yeah yeah cool. almost yeah like and Yorin really says oh, a cap here uh-huh. pretty much 
we we must stand. Yeah, Yorin says actually the law is not derived from violence, idiot. <laughs> Dumbass fool. Okay, are we all done all with right. Arya? I think we can move now. on to John. Yeah, yep. or forever be talking about John. Okay, John chapter. Uh, is this this is the first John of this book, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. When we yep. last left John, what was he doing? Uh, he'd just been told that they're going to go over the wall. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Where? He briefly tried to desert for one night, <laughs> and then That's came right. back. And... <laughs> and Dior is like, you have to be my squire boy and never run away. And John said, oh, that's right. There's zombies, so I'll do that. John's like, oh, it's my new father figure. Okay. So now John is looking for Sam, because Sam has been gone all night. And miss breakfast, which is unlike him. So John goes into the Castle Black like library, I guess. Mm-hmm. What do they call it? Yeah, I don't know. Library. Yeah, it's a library. Their collection of collection of scrolls room. and such. And he finds that Sam has been reading all night. And Sam's like, "Is it morning? I didn't even realize." <laughs> <laughs> He's been gaming all night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> John is just like Sam. You, you silly little boy. You're gonna, you're gonna be sleepy. <laughs> I he calls, love their yeah, He calls him a sweet fool. <laughs> and Sam is just like, no. Look at how awesome these books are. Look how many books there are. And John says the library at Winterfell has, has more than a hundred books. <laughs> <laughs> name name a number larger than 100 Sam. <laughs> I mean Sam says there's thousands down here yeah. and yeah. John's just like eh, uh, I've seen a book once 100 and 1000 about the same imagine yeah. imagine like being able to read 100 books in your life wow <laughs> if you're a little girl who can barely count to 20 <laughs> uh-huh. uh yeah, so Sam explains that he's down here looking for maps of Beyond the Wall for their Beyond the Wall mission. And Sam's like, oh yeah, I found a bunch of maps. That's not the important stuff. I found uh, stories about rangers who went beyond the wall hundreds of years ago. And I found inventories about how much <laughs> fish oil we were using. And John is like, Sam, this doesn't matter. And you're being silly. And Sam is like, actually... It's very important, and it tells you things if you read closely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you read a book closely, you can gain more knowledge. <laughs> Actually, have you, have, you, have you heard of archaeology? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Sam was actually being pretty cool about, like, mm. I read this story, and it did. It wasn't dated, but they mention a king, a king of the north, so that means it's at least this old. Mm. Sam was, like, using his whole brain, and I. it's very cute. Yeah. <laughs> And, and yeah, John is like, why is, does an inventory of what they, what food they bought matter? And Sam's like, well, it tells you how many people there were at that time and blah, blah, blah. And John is just like, doesn't matter to me. What? Everything through history has been the same. And yeah. all of this information is not useful. Pretzels is the same. <laughs> Night's Watch is the same. I could tell you what their lives were like. And he's like. They just lived like we do. Yeah, their they lives are like we our ate. life right now. It's exactly the same. Yeah, so John is basically like, okay, Sam, you've read enough book. We have to go take these maps to Dior right now because he wants them. John says it's time to stop <laughs> playing Minecraft. Yeah. That's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Damn, I'm John. He's like, there's a scroll from old Valeria here, but it, it sounds boring, so we should get on. Yeah, Sam is really mm-hmm. talking up the books. He's like, there's scrolls that even the Citadel has never seen before. Mm-hmm. And John is just like, the books are going to be mm-hmm. here, dude. We, we got to go. <laughs> <laughs> the books are forever. He's, he's such a... Books are for nerds. It's time to go. Yeah. John, John is really jocking it up. Sam is such a fanboy here where he says, like, not even the Citadel has it. <laughs> Citadel. Whack. <laughs> I also want to mention at this point, like, the chapter starts with the line, Sam, John called softly, and Roy really put everything into that softly. Like, he's, I don't know if he knows that Sam and John are in love, but it really does sound like that from his delivery. <laughs> Okay, I might have to give him a second chance. <laughs> I might have to rethink my Roy stance. Just, just listen to the to the soft Sam or Wonder Woman. Mm, can you clip that and put it and give it to me? Sure. No, I don't know if I can because uh, Amazon does does that weirdly. Like you can't actually download shit. We'll just uh, use Audacity to record it. Okay. Oh. Sure. Okay. Go the extra distance for me, just this once. <laughs> just this once. You've never done anything I need this. for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Sam and John are walking back up, and Sam is obviously very afraid for the mission that's going to happen. And John is like, I can hype him up. I can make him feel better about this. He's like, you are so good at the crows, you have to go. And Sam's like, no, anyone can do the crows. Anyone can write. <laughs> He's like, no, you're a brother of the Night Watch. You don't, you can do it. And Sam is like, oh, I'm way too scared. And John is like, oh, everyone's scared. My dad says it's cool to be scared. You just have to be brave. And Sam is like, eh, whatever, fine. I don't wanna. Let's take the maps to Mr. Bear. I mean, it does say, like, also, like, I'm gonna be busy, you know, squiring yeah. and taking care of Geo. Like, I, don't I, can't, I can't do the crows for you. You must and do also, your not clothes. everyone can write. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they talk about, they kind of do some recap about how they got the the white crow the same as everyone else, so they know that winter is coming soon. Yeah, they're, they look at the wall and they're like, oh, we have to go beyond the wall, so scary. And they talk about how the Night's Watch is interpreting the comet, which is saying that it's Mormon's torch, and it will light his way through the haunted forest. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Pretty fun. You can just say whatever you want. Actually, I believe it. <laughs> a comet can just be everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they say it half in jest or something, yeah. right? Yeah, they're like kind of being funny, but mm. they kind of mean it too. And John says his very serious boy face about how oh some people aren't here because they went to the the moles town to have ladies and i would never do that because i took a vow <laughs> disgusting i would never touch a woman and then... I, th- I like how he says to his friends that just helped him not des- or like kept them from deserting yeah. Yeah. i took a vow <laughs> i'm deciding that now i have a vow i'm too good for this yeah sure bro <laughs> whatever yeah. And then they also see some guys are praying, which is John is very big brain about this. Some men want whores and some want gods. Okay, dude, whatever. <laughs> but the seven have no power beyond the wall. 
<laughs> John is just like the seven a, are a big brain teen boy. I I know all the answers. My gods are mm-hmm. beyond the wall, but everyone else is being ridiculous. <laughs> and they see they see Sir Andrew Tarth, fan favorite. We all know his name. <laughs> Sir yeah, I was surprised he appeared Andrew. again. <laughs> Sir appearing in this book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> John uh, he's taking kind of oh, a middle ground be- between God not real and God's is real because God's are real, real depending but they don't on reach that far. Yeah, they depend on geography. He's, <laughs> sem- he's semi-atheist. Yeah. <laughs> the seven are real, but their attack range is very Terri- Territorial atheism. <laughs> <laughs> the hitbox for the seven. Is it the same time like atheist, <laughs> but also also not before marriage guy? <laughs> <laughs> We love him. Also, no marriage allowed. Yeah. So yeah, Sir Andrew is training the new recruit. Not I'm before sure marriage, that... but girls are yucky. Girls are yucky. Okay. <laughs> Sir Andrew Tarth is training the new recruits, <laughs> and I'm sure that we won't ever know more about any of them. There's a gr- yeah. I counted them. There's a gray beard, two blonde boys, a foppish youth, a raggy man, and some grinning loon. All great names that we should have chosen. <laughs> Tag yourself. I'm the raggy man. Is a foppish youth, like, am I still a youth at 27? <laughs> you're foppish Not in enough. Westeros. Yes. Yeah, in Westeros, you're dead at 27. <laughs> I guess I'm the grave yeah. You're like twice Beric Dondarrion's age at this point. Oh my god. Yeah. Cringe. God. Okay, so they, they watch the, the new boys do their sword play, and Donald Noy, who we all know, comes and says, What do you think about this, Jon Snow? And Jon Snow says, Oh, they're all babies. <laughs> <laughs> and we hear more about where we got the, these new friends from a dungeon in Goldtown, and Jon says, Eh, you know, they suck, but we suck too, so they'll be fine. Yeah. Emmanuel, and then gives... Emmanuel, yeah, Emmanuel asked me to make it clear that John gave Sam a private smile. Ah! <laughs> I love it. Private Dad. smile, parentheses, kiss. <laughs> it's so cute. It's very cute. I love it. It is cute. John's trying really it's hard bad. to hype Sam up, and Sam is just, like, not into it. He's like, no, yeah. I'm stupid. How dare you say nice things to me? He's like, oh, oh we've come so far in the three months we've been here. <laughs> I really do, yeah. Like, I'm a sucker for this trope of like we have been here for like a month and we get to now rag on the newbies and it's fun Mm -hmm. yeah but that's also how it is like yeah pretty much Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then uh john and donald noy also talk about the news of rob king and john says well rob will be good king Uh, Donald says, well, we thought that Robert would be a good king, and actually he was cringe, so... Yeah. John doesn't seem very convinced. Like, he just says it because he likes Rob, but... Yeah. And he's, like, pretty jealous. He's like, well, yeah. you know, Rob will be loyally. a rich king, and I have to be Night's Watch man. It wasn't my choice, and I didn't go here on purpose. Mm. Or yeah. whatever. <laughs> Looking dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> John is acting like he couldn't have been, like, a bastard knight. He definitely could have been, but he was like, I have to go wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a choice he made while getting drunk at 14. Yeah. 
or 13 or whatever. Yeah. Pretty good. I mean, he was thinking about it before then, but uh, it is funny that he goes on this, like, paragraph-long inner monologue diatribe about how Rob will, like, drink out of jeweled cups and be dressed in <laughs> fine fabrics and have people serving in him and marry a princess or some shit. And, like, mm-hmm. he just goes on and on. Uh-huh. Okay, John, you're not bitter. I understand. I think he might be a bit more worried about him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's worried about him, too. So then this this guy, their forge master, who used to be the Baratheon weapon maker is like, uh, Robert was worse after he became king. And then he, he gives us some information about Stannis and Renly that is obviously false. <laughs> and John it's says, uh, uh-huh. thank, you for your, thank you for your information, sir. I will jot this down and I will never think about it again. <laughs> John's like, what does this have to do with me? Why are you telling me this? I think he does think about it explicitly later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, were you, uh, you were making a joke. I, I was merely making jest. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a very like good sounding metaphor. So if you don't know these people, I get why it would stick to you. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah. I mean, it's that's, true that's, in some respects. Deep. Yeah, it has. It's pretty reductive, though. Yeah, for sure. I mean, aren't all metaphors? I like the robot was like made for fighting, and then. He went to rust in. I went rusty. It's definitely poetic. Yeah. Yeah, I think and he's it, like a he's like a metal worker. So of course mostly. all his metaphors are like this. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Renly is copper and <laughs> Robert is steel. And <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> Thanks, dude. And I still don't get why this guy is at the wall. I think just because he wanted to help. It's like an honorable thing. He lost an arm and retired. Yeah, he retired to the wall. Okay, like voluntarily. Okay. Yeah, he's like doing yeah. service for mm. the realm, ostensibly. Mm. This is like what people should be doing. That's like nice. this is the model that the wall is based on, basically. That yeah. like when you're done being a like yeah. a fancy knight, you go help the wall. If you're a, a fancy mm. guy, like Mormont did. Mm. But it's not actually <laughs> happening anywhere. Yeah. Yes, Donald Noy and Mormon, notable fancy boys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they lived in castles. They were like lords and fancy boys. That's pretty fancy. They're the fanciest boys of the wall. Bear Island, the fanciest. (laughs) Okay, so yeah. This conversation with Donald Noy reminds John that we don't talk about politics in the Night's Watch. (laughs) Yeah, because Donald Noy probably supports Joffrey because he's a Baratheon man, even though there's two other Baratheon kings. Yeah. Maybe Sam just yeah, maybe John just doesn't talk about politics because he doesn't understand it. Uh-huh. <laughs> he doesn't even. He's like Stan, Stannis and Renly. Who are they? Stannis and Renly are posting cringe. He's never heard of them. He doesn't know anything about history. Yeah. He's like, what? Robert had brothers. I never heard of them before. <laughs> he's yeah, like they, they didn't come to the feast, so John wouldn't have seen them. That's true. Yeah, he's like me when I started this book. Exactly. And Ned only talked about robots all the time. Doesn't he say mention that, <laughs> like, he probably shouldn't even talk about it with Sam because his father is with Highgarden and they declared yeah. for Renly? Yeah. Mm. 
which like also yeah. it's kind of funny it's another like instance there's a couple instances where john basically like he understands sam pretty well and he can like he's good at reading his emotions and stuff like he there's a moment where he says like oh that was the wrong thing to say because he notices how sam reacts very just like subtly avoiding the converse the topping talking point but anyway there's another thing where it's like he doesn't realize that um Sam, like, probably wouldn't give a shit who his dad is supporting because he hates his dad. And yeah, there's Sam just another is not, moment. like, a father's boy the way that John yeah. is. Yeah. And there's another moment where he's like, oh, you'll, whenever we're north of the wall, you'll be with 300 be, yeah, other... you'll be as safe as you would be at your father's oh. castle. And Sam is like, I was never safe there. Dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sam takes it in stride, but it's like... I mean, Sam probably, like, knows and cares for other people that are connected to his father and have to yeah, have to fight for Randy now. Of, so, it kind of yeah. shows that John is viewing all people through the lens of himself, basically. Yeah. He's yeah. just like, this is what I would do in your situation, so this is what I think you'll do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had the cursed image in my head that John is very much Archie Riverdale in this... <laughs> Damn, if only I knew anything about Riverdale. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. Sorry, bro. I don't cannot continue joke. Yeah, me me neither. I know so much about Riverdale. I know everything. <laughs> John and Sam make it through their their tour of Castle Black and they make it to Mormont's new tower where he's sitting in the King's Tower instead of the Lord Commanders because his was set on fire and burned to the ground. <laughs> but it was well. good if he liked it. It didn't get burned to the ground. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> so Mormon is talking to Fjorin Smallwood, our new friend, with a weak chin and a weaker mouth. <laughs> Very funny last name. They say he's, uh, what is small? Yeah, it's me, Thorin, <laughs> otherwise known as Little Penis. It's <laughs> <laughs> his name, baby. You know me? <laughs> My boy, little <laughs> Okay, so so you all know that Thorin, that that Thorin, rapper, yeah, that. Smallwood, uh, little dicky. Yeah, yeah. You should go by Smallwood <laughs> instead. It would be funnier. Okay, mm-hmm. so little dicky is saying to Dior that uh, you shouldn't be going on this ranging because I'm the first ranger and you're the Lord Commander, so you should be Lord Commanding and I should be first ranging. And Mormont says, mm, actually. I'm the Lord Commander, so I'm in charge of everyone. And actually, you're not the first ranger, because we don't know if Ben Stark's dead, so get out of my office. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the end of that conversation, and I'm sure it doesn't mean anything. So they give Jior the maps that Sam found, and Sam is extremely afraid of Jior, because he's, like, obviously, like, an older father figure, so he would be afraid of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Jorah's like, oh, these are all the maps you found. These are kind of old and shitty. And John is like, uh, well, the hills will still be the same, so that's fine if they're old maps. And Jorah says, ah, big brain. Correct. <laughs> I will take these maps. And he tries to, Jorah tries to talk to Sam a little about, like, have you chosen your ravens? Are you ready to go? And Sam is just, like, stuttering. He can barely get anything out. <laughs> so... Jor says, okay, Sam, uh, you can close your mouth or a weasel will get in it and then get out of here. And Sam just runs away. Baby. He's he's a very scared baby. And then uh, John and 
Dior stay to talk a while about, you know, King Renly. We know him. We love him. Rightful King Renly. That, uh, yeah. He, he, yeah. Everyone's cheering for King Renly in this call right now. I can hear them. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> this is not like... So if you're going to listen to this and nobody's cheering for Renly, it's, it's not because Emmanuel edited it out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so uh, Dior says that he, he sent someone to entreat with Renly about like sending help to the wall. Because he's just like, you know, if anyone is a king, then I'll take them if they want to give us stuff because we need stuff. Mm-hmm. Which is, mm-hmm. is kind of the same as taking no part, but also not at all the same. Well, I mean, it's like he's already got the cart before the horse thing where he's like, all right, you guys want to be king? Send us shit, like support us, like do kingly shit Yeah, by helping course, the wall. But of course, calling Renly king is going to make every other king very mad at you. He's just like fuck it. Yeah. yeah. Me... I mean, it's. I think it's more of like uh, okay, supporting the Night's Watch is a is also one of the king's duties. So if you want to be viewed as a king, that's what you also you have to do. You want to be my king? You gotta support <laughs> the Night's Watch. I love that your mind also went to the same place. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I guess yeah. Night's Watch sent... lasts forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Long night last forever. <laughs> okay, okay. So yeah, they sent the the hand to Joffrey, but they sent just a guy to Renly. Mormon asks about how John's burned hand is doing, his metaphor hand, and he says, "Oh, it's doing pretty good actually. <laughs> My metaphor is just fine." And yes, I can. It's use doing metaphor. good, and it's not a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> actually, it isn't a metaphor. Says John, famous for not understanding metaphors. <laughs> And he says he can he, he can do his sword okay with his messed up hand. And then he mentions Maester Aemon, and that me- makes Jor go, ah, in- incredible segue into the story that I wanted to tell you about Maester Aemon. <laughs> and he tells us about... Time for some history. Yeah, it's history lesson time. You want to hear some exposition? John says, God, I no, love that's it. my least yeah. favorite thing in the world. <laughs> John, John, have you ever read Fire and Blood? <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Have you ever ever read A Knight of the Seven Kingdoms? Look what Sam just brought us. It's blood. <laughs> so yeah, he tells the story of the unlikely king, basically, but from an Amon perspective, where his dad was fourth in line of the brothers, but then all his older brothers died. So then his unlikely dad was king, and then Amon was the third one of his dad's sons and the first two died right and then he was already a maester and he was yeah. like no i can't be king so then it went to his little brother who we all know is mr egg <laughs> no they called my father mr egg call me <laughs> egg. call me call me little egg <laughs> <laughs> call me tree egg <laughs> would you get some uh <laughs> some cool stuff about like his yeah, the two older brothers that of Amon's that died were Arion Brightflame. The, uh, one, who, the who, one who took a big slurpee of wildfire yeah. <laughs> and said, it, it's going to make me... This is actually a really good line. He told his friends it would transform him into a dragon, but the gods were kind and it transformed him into a corpse. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Very good. Thanks, sure. We love it. Yeah, and then the other brother was uh, a guy named Daron. 
sometimes known as Daron the Drunkard or Daron the Dreamer. Uh, Amon ended up serving him for a little bit as Maester. Yeah, we know him. If you've if you've read A Knight of the Seven Kingdoms, you may remember yeah. this one mm-hmm. as the one who likes to drink and not get involved in things. Yeah, and not be responsible for anything. Yeah. <laughs> so then they talk about how John is like, oh, I know this part of the story because I had a maester or whatever. And he's like, oh, there was a great council and there was Prince Arian's son who could have been king and there was Prince Daron's daughter who could have been whatever. But they gave it to Aegon and he says, and Jorah says, no, actually, they offered it to Amon, but Amon said no. Of course that they, they wouldn't give it to a girl or a baby. So they gave it to Aegon, which is just like, they explicitly didn't follow their own rules because they were like, eh, actually, we want Aegon to have it. Yeah, nobody wanted crazy Arion blood. They're barely rules. They go against them constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this, it's always funny, I think, in, in like, books where it's like, the rules are important, but then immediately going to accept for the 50,000 times we broke them. Mm-hmm. I'm reading Fire and Blood, the Targaryen succession is very stressful. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have a law against uh, police using chokeholds. No, there's no politics in this, though. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so anyway, John says, why did you tell me this story? And Jorah says, ah, do you think you may... Ha-? Actually, first he says, must I have a reason? <laughs> and then he says, uh, actually, uh, it's metaphor between you and Amon having something in common. A king brother. Hmm. And John says, okay. also, I, we both have a vow. It? And Jorah is like, God, this child is being so dramatic. He laughs at him for that. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, Mormont is like, oh, you're going to have to put up with your brother being rich and powerful king with pretty wife and lots of sons, and you won't have any of that. What are you going to do? And John says, I'll just be upset. <laughs> 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 I will cry about it, but quietly. Basically, I mean, the way that it's phrased is fun, but basically he's just like, you're going to have to be mad about it. And John says, yeah, I'll be mad about it, but I won't break my <laughs> vows. Mm-hmm. Which I guess was the point of the story. No. And that's the end of the chapter. <laughs> what will you do about it, bastard that you are? Be red and nude. <laughs> 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 Pretty good. Did you mention the part where Mormon's bird says king? Oh and yeah, then... I kind of skipped this. Oh yeah. He said he said dragon king was part of the story, and then the raven says king, 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 and John is like, ah, oh, he likes that word, an easy word to say, an easy word to like. Uh huh. <laughs> and then Mormon like looks at John. John is like, uh... I think the bird wants you to have a crown, and John yeah. says, ah, we already have three kings, and that's too too many for my liking. Jor is a very fun character. True. Only three. Yeah, we're only at three kings now. Yeah, what if we had two more? The Germ heard Jior say <laughs> this and he it. said, you want two more, actually? <laughs> too, too few for my liking. I, I got some spares if you want those. <laughs> I like this chapter, but of course I'm a noted John chapter liker. Oh, we all are. Mm, no, it's good. We are not all are. None of us, none of us voted no. John as their least favorite uh, POE mm. character mm. last time. Oh, yeah, yeah. no one here did that. Okay, so it's not all our favorites, sorry. 
<laughs> None of us dislike John chapters Sorry. more than they dislike Tyrion chapters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying nothing. Um, it's known by everyone that I am cursed, and it's fine. Does anyone have any things they want to pick out about this chapter? Uh, John and Sam are gay. I did want to say that there is six new recruits, and they're being trained by one guy, so... Yeah. Hmm. Seven people. Oh, there's six? Oh my god. Six recruits and one guy. Huh. Oh, shit. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you've got numbers. the numbers this time. You're the there's number master number. now. Wow. Oh yeah. And that's a magic. It's number time, baby. <laughs> I'm just looking at what I underlined and one of the one of the things I underlined is when John says, I'm to work the fingers every day. <laughs> Damn. It's I, I'm prescribed jerking it by Mr. Amon. There's nothing I can do. <laughs> every single day. <laughs> Heaven missed one. I don't think you have to prescribe that to... Uh, <laughs> to the yeah. Night's Watch, no. A 16-year-old boy alone. Who's not one. allowed to go <laughs> fuck at all. We've established that they are constantly jerking it on the Night's Watch. Uh, what did you say? I only understood jerking. Yeah. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's all it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. The the other thing I underlined is when Mor- Mormont says my sister is said to have taken a bear for her lover. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just casually. He's fine with it too. He's like, eh, it's better than whatever. <laughs> yeah. I would love to see a. Bears are fine. I I don't think we'll ever like have a scene where Gior and Mage Mormont are in the same scene, but I would love to see like a family comedy about about those two. <laughs> The Mormons yeah. are a very interesting family, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. They're dope. Except yeah. one. Except especially one. The, especially the women. Like, all, the whole realm, everyone is so obsessed yeah. about, like, oh, who's who's a bastard? And, like, even the, the, the slightest, like, rumors or, or something like that, that, oh, uh, this, this guy might not actually have been the, the real father of this king 200 mm-hmm. years ago. And the moment women are just... Well, I fucked the bear, and that's where my child came from. So, so, yeah. so don't worry about it. <laughs> you don't have you don't have to know that bad. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. And there is just ah, okay. <laughs> okay, sounds good. I, I believe it's it. It's like a tough, tough Fong approach. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have a couple notes for this that are like kind of mythy, but kind of just like, huh, what? So. Uh, well, we're going to be entering the spoilers. Oh, do we want to enter so... the spoilers on? Do we have any non-spoiler things left to say? We are pulling back the veil of the spoilers. We have now entered the spoiler zone. Spoiler zone ASMR. Okay. Captain, I'm <laughs> sensing spoiler zone. A fraud side. There she blows. <laughs> the spoilers. Okay, so do we want to do spoilers for the other two chapters? Does anyone have Yeah, I have those? one spoiler for the brand chapter. Uh, because, uh, like, we talked about King of the Crossing, and that's like. Mm. 
One of my favorite George chats is later when Walter also references that, like says something in the along the line of thinking of the crossing, and I don't remember saying mayhaps, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I love because it's like such a like I don't think on a first time read you're gonna remember this weird rule. <laughs> yeah, or it's just like characterization for Walter, like how childish he is. Yeah. So it's like. In his big evil moment, he's referencing a children's game. That nobody who is talking to yeah, is going to understand. Yeah. yeah. It's an inside joke. Don't worry but about we it. we do. I also, the <laughs> other thing about the fairy kids, I think it's Big Walder, is just like, they're talking about the succession and they're like, why do we even care? One of them's like, you're, you're never going to be Lord of the Crossing, like, so it doesn't matter. Like, you're son of the fifth in line or something, and you're eighteenth in line. <laughs> and he's like, I don't give a shit. I will be Lord of the Crossing. And then <laughs> later he's going to murder Little Water because he's ahead of him mm-hmm. in line. So, mm, pretty good. Yeah, he's just a, a little, little psycho man boy. This is what happens when you're obsessed with. Secession and power, you just become evil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I actually looked back into the, the Caitlin chapter where she talks to, to Walter if he says mayhaps at some point, but Ooh. unfortunately. Oh, he was all true missed, on it. Missed an opportunity there. <laughs> he, well, so the game is that, like, the person crossing has to say mayhaps. True. Another spoiler for the Bran chapter is that Bran is a green seer. What? Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh shit! Wow, that makes so much crazy. sense. I I am though like <laughs> I have my suspicions. Like you saying know. that just reminded me that we're all gonna meet, or already gonna meet Georgian and Mira in this book. So I suddenly got very excited. I love. Them. Hell yeah! Yes. They're good. Spoilers: yeah, Georgian will turn into weirwood. No, <laughs> false. Jojen will be paced. In, That's a in, theory, in not the spoiler. Winds of wintry ice or whatever. <laughs> Jojen become paced. Winds of icy weather. Yeah. He'll be he'll be shown to be completely fine and normal. And he'll say, Bet you thought you saw the last of me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, you thought I was paced, but I am. Any spoilers for <laughs> yeah. I for Aria? Aria? I mean, Jack and yeah. Hagar is here. Yeah, Jack really is here. There's yeah. not much to spoil. They're after Gendry because Cersei wanted to murder as many of Robert's bastards as she could. Which I don't really get why still. I guess because she thinks that they'd... Because Cersei's very smart. Because they wouldn't take the place over Joffrey. That's just very vindictive because... Yeah, like, I think he's... it's just mean. Yeah, isn't it? She just wants to hurt people. He's on his way to the wall and, like, no one would ever find out. It's just out, out of spite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one's going to legitimize... No one would ever call him Gendry Baratheon. Yeah. Yeah. Or Gendry Water or Rivers. (laughs) It's spite for Robert Moster, right? Yeah, that would be dumb. Alright. John Chap. First, when John says he's a shadow among shadows, I'm like, hmm. I'm thinking and looking at it. Yeah. (laughs) Hmm. I wonder if this means anything. I don't know. (laughs) Whenever he calls the wall the end of the world, uh, hmm. Mm, Yeah. It's a little bit behind it, yeah. Also, I noticed that he was like looking at the colors of the ice as it changes of the wall, and he says that it's snow, rivers, and stone, which are all bastard mm. names, and I didn't know what this means. Huh. 
like he gives it three colors, and those are the three. He says old snow, uh, frozen rivers, and pitted stone. Mm. I know. I feel like that's something, but I don't know what. Yeah. That feels like something, yeah. I'm very good at finding things that feel like something, but not knowing what they mean. I, like, my brain is jumping to the idea of, uh, this is, so there's an idea that, like, the Targaryens, one of the things that they use the right of first night to produce bastards so that they have extra heirs if they need them. But in the Targaryen's case, it's also so they have extra dragon riders if they need them, mm-hmm. which is something that came to be very important during the Dance of the Dragons. So they like basically are like using bastards as like part of their like engine of war and blood magic stuff. And there's all the ideas about the wall being, like, made of blood or made, might have needed huge blood sacrifice to make. So that, that might be that. That's interesting. I think that's pretty that's good. That's where my brain ran. The next thing I have in this chapter of question is they talk about the, the big white raven. And John says that it was white and silent as ghost. But the one in Crescent's chapter talked. Mm-hmm. So mm. what the heck? What Why doesn't this you? one talk? It's shy. <laughs> it's intimidated by Jaws Raven. Maybe it just didn't talk in the few minutes that John saw it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's just trying to liken it to Ghost. But it they talk! Hmm. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever, John. Just be wrong about it. Fine. Maybe the one that went to Dragonstone was special. Oh, it was walked a by someone. Talking one. Because it had a man in it. Oh. It's all talking birds, too. Alright, do I have any. I don't think I have anything else for John Chapter. You can go ahead, Reiner. I don't know what your special theory is. It's Reiner's special theory time. This is Reiner's special theory. Welcome to the Reiner's special theory zone. <laughs> now entering. Yeah. Captain! Now I see the Reiner's special theory on the right. <laughs> All right, so uh, brace yourselves for this one. This is building off uh, some stuff we kind of discovered over the last uh, two weeks. I'm worried. So you're saying it involves clowns? <laughs> this is this is fulfilling the clown quota for this week. Oh. <laughs> and I call this one drown equals clown. <laughs> oh. Okay. I like it so far. Yeah, I, I can already already tell uh, chances into it. Yes, I'm excited. So the most obvious starting point for this one is Patchface, right? I mean... He's a clown. He almost drowned. He came out. Uh, the sea made him a clown. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't, a, he wasn't a clown before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> wasn't a true clown. He was only, like, partially yeah. clown. So... The other fool we met uh, already in this book is Tontos, right? And what happened to him right before he was almost drowned in wine by Truffle before before he was elevated to clownhood? That is right. Then, uh, interesting. I'll just put a small link into our chat and you can have a look at this one. I'm looking at it. Oh, I'm looking directly at Ooh. it. What's that? That's yeah. uh, okay. Tell us what we're seeing here for the viewers at home. So what you're looking at is 
the coat of arms that is depicting a fool juggling five sons, like the object in the sky, not uh, like five five babies. I am so into this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Look at his face. He's loving it. Yeah. And what is this house called? It's house Fallwell. Fall in a well? Exactly. What would happen if you fall in a well? Oh my god, you would drown. Oh my god. Oh, Uh, Lady Catelyn juggled five sun juices (laughs) and she drowned and became Lady Stoneheart. Well, yeah, maybe. I haven't thought of that, but maybe. <laughs> I was thinking maybe the, the five sons are uh, symbolize the five kings we meet in this book. Oh, my God. And they're all clowns, oh, no. and they all Oh, drown. my God. They're, they're all juggling, yeah, like, juggled by look like, at the foolery. Look at the White House. Yeah. It's full of clowns, so why wouldn't all the kings in Westeros be, be also clowns? I was I was thinking about if uh, if all the five kings have like a fool connected to them. I mean, we have uh, Dauntus for Joffrey, we have Patchface for, for Stannis, but I'm kind of running out on uh, ideas for the other two. Theon. Uh, uh, Maybe. Okay. Balon has Theon. Uh, I was thinking <laughs> Theon for uh, for Rob. Uh, okay. Rob has Edmir. I'm, well, that's that's just a little things. thought I had. Like all oh, the it's the five king stuff thought. is not is not <laughs> really thought. essential to to the theory. Who does who does Renly have? Mm, yeah, that was the one I was. Renly kind of is the fool. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I wanted to, to. I was thinking maybe not even mentioning that. I think because uh, I was sure someone was gonna say that. <laughs> I'm glad okay, you did. Don't want us so like descend. Yes, yeah. knows his audience. All right, so it's it's the it's the greatest honor exactly. to be called a fool. Exactly. So, what also comes to mind when uh, we talk about drowning? The drowned god. Exactly. Obviously, the Ironborn. So good at this theory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which? Oh my god. We always like. Uh, Laugh at that being kind of foolish characters. Absolutely, like Victorian, who we will meet later. Absolute clown. Absolute clown is a parody of of like uh, all the toxic masculinity stuff in Westeros. We meet Aaron, who is who is drinking seawater, which like every child knows is is foolish and is stupid. So (laughs) it could only could only be a comedy bit on his side. With Balon, everyone's laughing at him for his foolish rebellions all the time. If we go back in history, we, we, we meet Lodos, who had this great bit of uh, just, like, going into the sea to, mm-hmm. to uh, meet his uh, drowned god mm-hmm. uh, dead, which was, like, what's such a good bit that it is, it is written down for, for centuries and survived. So, like, absolute legend in the, in the clown department. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we have <laughs> Theon. Who is always who is described as like always smiling and Oh my god, it's true. It is true. I believe this. I have one uh quote from Bran about Theon who says, uh he smiled a lot as if the world were a secret joke that only he was clever enough to understand. Also oh god, Caitlin says she studied Theon Greyjoy's sly smile, wondering what it meant. That young man had a way of looking as though he knew some secret chest that only he was privy to. So his clownish nature obviously is coming through. 
Even <laughs> even being raised by the Starks. He's clan by blood. There's that Ironborn group where whose motto is like, though all men do despise us, and who do people despise? Clowns. The Ironborn culture is is clownish, like basically clownish. Yeah, it's, this it's, is it's the a clown culture. Uh-huh. So I posted a picture in Discord that is a guy who goes by Buffo, the world's strongest clown. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think this yeah. is okay. like basically Victorian. Okay, good. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so. Also, if you if you think back to when we first meet Theon, he's he's uh, kicking away the the deserter's head, with, which is a comedy bit. It's oh, part. it's true. I mean, who? Everyone laughed. Yeah, I mean, only only like uh, someone mm-hmm. who is who is trying to be foolish and and be a jester would uh, would do something like that. So yeah, one other Ironborn we we forgot is is Euron, mm-hmm. who. Remember how he was uh, depicted in the show, and we made jokes about his. Uh, he's linked to the ch- like. He's kind of a Joker character, which uh, ah, he's the scary clown. Not even that. Like uh, you're on his Gamzy. Apparently, in George talking to D and D, in this one instance, they are not really at fault here because George must have just must have told them that uh, eventually Euron uh, will become king of the ironborn king of the clowns <laughs> and not being that online he might have not been aware of what the pop cu- pop culture phenomenon the joker was at the time but dnt obviously aware and if they hear king of the clowns like what other association would you ever make than uh you're mm. you're being the joker yeah what was the king yeah. of the clowns before he was king of the clowns he was the clown mm. prince of crime <laughs> exactly yeah, <laughs> exactly. Supporting evidence for uh, on Euron's side, uh, you remember all the the crew on his ship uh, are described to being mutes, which is a misconception. They are not mutes; they are mimes, which mm. is like a subcategory of clown. Okay, that's true. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah, so it's all coming together, and uh, also the <laughs> the drowned god is. Kind of a stupid name. I mean, why would you describe your god as being drowned? So yeah. what I think is, and every every linguist will uh, will back <laughs> me up on that. Does this mean that Varys is secretly Ironborn? Uh, maybe. Because he's a. I haven't a thought mermaid? about that. Like you can, you can. No, but remember, he's a mermaid, so he can't drown. Okay. What I was gonna say, the drowned god. That's uh, just shifting of sounds over the centuries actually was named the clown god mm-hmm. and it just like right. sound shifted to <laughs> drowned god over the centuries and uh yeah that's that's the truth about uh yeah, and uh i guess probably patch fist will become the the a prophet for I the iron bond at some point confirmed as soon as they discover him mm-hmm. i'm so convinced by this yeah this is pretty good this yeah. is very solid work. Thank you for yeah. your theory, Reiner. We love no, it. No, I think it's true. This stuff has been congealing in my brain for the last <laughs> week, and I'm glad I got it out. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, a spoiler note for the John chapter. Well, okay. first, first, let's all say that Reiner's theory is confirmed. Confirmed? Confirmed. Yeah. Thanks. Confirmed. Okay. Now you go ahead and say whatever you're going to say that's not as good. <laughs> I was trying to get it out before we went to this oh, so that you can it's have okay. like the it's final okay. 
word or whatever. You but can just edit maybe it I'll to edit it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, I mentioned it whenever you were giving the synopsis that, like, Eamon went and served with Ferdarion, the dreamer. And later on, we're going to see how Eamon was, like, very interested in prophecy stuff. Like, apparently would talk with Rhaegar about it and has read, like, different books that are about that stuff, and he knows about the Prince I Was Promised stuff and all that stuff, so we can only kind of wonder, like, what different prophecies or whatever that he would have gotten from Daron and written down, but it's, uh, yeah, who knows. It's a pretty small thing. Yeah, because he had, he had the dragon dreams, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which are different than wolf dreams and different than... Similar to tree dreams. I would say dragon dreams are more like tree dreams than wolf dreams. Hmm. They're very metaphorical normally. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are we all good? Yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah. I think fantastic. We're good. All good. All right. As, as podcast overlord, I now decree uh-huh. we go into the next segment. This one, is, this one is Lemon Cakes, where we all say a nice thing and then we say goodbye. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. I won't be prepared, so I'm gonna okay. go first. Go right um, ahead, sir. Please. So mine uh, is another podcast I've been uh, listening for the last few weeks. Uh, it's called Well, There's Your Problem. I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. It's oh, yeah. about... That's good shit. Like, the sh- people. Yeah, like I, I, I came to it via the... Franklin is the, the YouTube series yeah. by one of the hosts. Mm. And in this one, uh, he and like two other hosts are talking about engineering disasters mostly engineering and like yeah uh like public works sometimes yeah public works there was one about uh, the the hillsboro uh disaster and, and stuff like that which mm. sounds awful and like they, they talk about yeah real tragedies where like a lot of people died on horrible ways of they somehow managed to make it entertaining and humorous if you can call it that like dark humor of course but uh mm-hmm. yeah they, they make it entertaining without being disrespectful and also uh informative like talks about the, the technical side and also what were the politics that maybe led to these disasters or very often uh how capitalism kills people capitalism is <laughs> yeah is the main reason so uh well worth a listen well worth uh i think the one dollar for the bonus episodes also they right now have kind of a promotion where if you donate to like any bail fund or anything like uh helping protesters and send them a receipt for it uh, you also get all the bonus episodes without Ooh. becoming uh, a patron of theirs cool all right who's next i guess i can shout out nancy drew <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah that, that was fun that was fun yeah, yeah. Yeah, I played one of the Nancy Drew games with friends from Pigot Discord, and it was really fun. I don't recommend anyone to play them alone, but it's very fun with friends. Uh, <laughs> probably do more of them later in in the Pigot Discord. So, yeah, that's that's my lemon cake of the week. That's good. I'm trying to think. I don't know. Your lemon cake is sleeping for sixteen hours, <laughs> and that was pretty great. <laughs> I feel pretty good today. Yeah. I don't know. That, that's perfectly friend. fine. Sometimes you just have normal things. Chaz, do you have one? Yeah, my lemon cake this week is throwing when people threw Edward Colston's statue <laughs> into the river. Um, in <laughs> it's pretty good. Because it was nice. a great moment. Oh, yeah. And yeah. 
I'm pretty pretty happy about it. As a conservator, um, people are like always talking about preservation of stuff as if it is important to preserve everything, and it's not. Sometimes you democratically decide to throw something in the river, and that's good to me. It's good. So, yeah. That's Sometimes me. you can learn history and know about it without needing a statue glorifying mm-hmm. somebody. Yeah, it's amazing how easy that is. You can just like read a book. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. <laughs> mhm. Okay. Great. Uh the thing I did this week that I liked is I watched the Castlevania on Netflix and it was good to me. I like vampires and monsters. Ooh, okay. Nice. I know. See? Yeah, that's all. That's the yeah. final segment. There's, now we go to the, the There's very some really final hot segment. vampires in Castlevania. They're very sexual <laughs> vampires, as all vampires should be. Uh-huh. It's only right. Okay. I think that it's a okay. shame that the vampires have been turned into like a sexy cool thing whenever they I think they should go back to being <gasps> metaphors for the bourgeoisie who are disgusting and shitty. No, that's but not that's what they're my opinion. For. You're incorrect. They're I think there's like repression, and so they should be sexual. Yeah, I think that's what werewolves are for, though. Werewolves are a metaphor for being very sexual. <laughs> I went through all of these in like two distinct podcasts that I co-host. I know, <laughs> like laying out all the metaphors of what vampires and what zombies stand for. So <laughs> listen to those, I guess. Okay, great. We all. Agreed that vampires are hot. Yeah. And that's all that we needed to say. Mm-hmm. And now... We... I mean, they are hot, but I'm just saying, should they And be? now we go to the very final <laughs> segment where we all say, fuck Jorah, the and then we say fuck goodbye. Jorah. Fuck Jorah. Was fuck Jorah. No one I actually really hated in these chapters. Fuck Jorah, fuck so. Littlefinger, um, clown on. Fuck the gold cloaks. Clown on. <laughs> yeah, fuck the gold cloaks. Fuck cops. Fuck, fuck cops. Fuck, fuck cops. Abolish the state. Fuck that guy that went in the river. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. Fuck Churchill. <laughs> fuck Edward Colston. Fuck the guys that are trying to fish him right. out. The end. Fantastic. All right. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Now, now stop your recording. Mary, 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 Mary,